Welcome to the Note Late Podcast, Ape Reality. I'm Tom Barbley, and yes, it has been an awfully long time since the last Ape Reality. I've got to uh, give some apology with regards to that. Obviously, there has been some productive stuff going on. I guess my podcasting time just hasn't been the same, really, since I went to the Bay Area and came back. That being said, I am actually recording a new podcast um, with a fellow called Heron Stone. What I anticipate doing is putting a couple of those podcasts in the Ape Reality feed uh, just after this podcast. So if folks are interested in the new podcast, you can uh, download a couple of sample episodes and uh, get a sense of what we talk about, and then if you like it, subscribe. But the real purpose of that podcast is not really to continue any kind of artificial life-related discussion. It's more to, I guess, create some... um, format for discourse or forum for discourse more importantly and the anticipation is to have a number of other folk participating a number of people uh, other than just Heron and myself but initially just to to kick off the podcast format Heron and I I guess have had uh, eight recorded discussions already um, including a number of things that relate to no blape in passing and certainly some discussion associated with uh, my time in the Bay Area recently but to give some updates The Biota uh, podcast relating to uh, the talk at Stanford Research is probably quite complimentary here as well because it certainly gives some discussion associated with Bob Mottram's changes. There have obviously been a very substantial number of changes introduced by Bob Mottram in the past two and a half months, including a number that have really changed the direction of the Noble Ape simulation in terms of the simulation core, obviously a wide variety of uh, genetics, familial interactions, different kinds of relationships, what I'm calling ape book, which is the social graph component, just a number of technologies I've already discussed both at the Intel talk and the SRI talk. So I won't dwell too long uh, on Bob's changes, except to say that they are um, very substantial and have resulted in quite a considerable rewrite of the simulation. My hope is actually to release this new version of the simulation hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I do have a few other things that I'm uh, working on currently, including a book chapter for the never-ending set of book chapters. But I would like to get a version of the Noble Ape simulation out relatively shortly just to capture Bob's recent changes. And also, per the Intel and SRI talks, the resolution of the landscape in the Noble Ape simulation has now changed to 512 by 512. I was aiming for uh, 1024 by 1024. However, it will require a new means of actually uh, viewing the landscape, viewing the map in particular, probably some zoom and scrolling functionality, just because the existing landscape really, well, for my Mac in particular, I can't get the 1024 by 1024 map on the screen. It just doesn't have the resolution with the monitor. So it will need some kind of zoom in move feature in order to get that stuff looking right. So that's coming up in the near future. A few minor changes on my end, but obviously Bob has just been running from strength to strength. Some um, slight kind of editorial discussion associated with my time in the Bay Area. I spent basically just under half a day at Intel, uh, met a wide variety of their engineers there. It was really quite an interesting experience and certainly got a sense of what Intel might be using for the Noble Ape simulation for in the near future, and then spent only half an hour at Apple with Ernie Provoca the following day and talked to him about a number of different technologies. 
The main feedback he gave me, aside from a, a kind of wish list of things that he'd like to see in Noble Ape in the near future, is the addition of a development blog. And I've done that uh, with regards to Noble Ape Simulation, noblape.com slash, I want to say blog even, yes, noblape.com slash blog. Welcome to my... Uh, <laughs> by general cognitive framework. And that will give a kind of developer blog update when new features are added. And I think certainly this new release will uh, contain a, a substantial developer blog entry for it. But that's just a way of, I guess, providing an RSS feed or at least some serialized way that folks can follow the Noblate development. Although having said that, I don't actually think there's an RSS feed that comes off the blog currently. It is just a WordPress blog, however, so I'm sure that's a standard format. I also spent an afternoon with Jeffrey Ventrella, which was really quite nice, one of these luxuries of actually spending time with people on location. But um, to editorialise this briefly, both the Intel talk and the SRI talk, the SRI talk in particular, wasn't particularly well attended. It was quality over quantity. Uh, Osha Yadga was there from SRI, Scott Davis was there, he's, he's from NASA. Rick Arthur was there, and Rick worked at Apple. He was of the kind of second generation of Apple engineers to use Noblape, but now works at Google. And the interesting feedback that Rick gave, and I've editorialized this through uh, Biotalyze in the past as well, was the idea that the Noblape simulation can actually provide the kind of structured information that even a company like Google would be interested in, and really flip it back to an idea that was initially presented by Pedro Ferreira in the, I guess, 2006 kind of time frame, in, in the idea of the various components of Noble Ape simulation being autonomous communicating simulations and the ability to add data through these uh, various components. And that was an idea that Pedro uh, came up with in a 2006 time frame. It's quite ironic, you know, CERN on one end and Google on the other in terms of this uh, particular feature set. But um, so where was I? So uh, Jeffrey Ventrella, uh, Osha Yadga, Scott Davis, Rick Alpha, four people attended the SRI talk plus me. The trip in total cost me about $900, which thankfully my employer reimbursed me. But yeah, I don't know. It was a strange thing because it reminded me of what the Bay Area was like. I used to live there. I spent 18 months, 1999 through to 2001 in the Bay Area. It's not really a place for me anymore, I think. It was quite strange going back for a few days and just experiencing the standard you know, walking into a restaurant and having people talk loudly about their latest and favorite iPhone apps. And Apple really fundamentally has become a, a cell phone uh, manufacturing company. And Intel, I guess, wants to be like that as well. And I just got the sense that this was a kind of shallow part of my former life in some regard. Um, but also it gave me the sense that really developing remotely is the way to do these things. Not particularly good attendance of talks, but then I got the sense that... Uh, Really, when you release things in podcast form, you're putting it out there for an audience, a listening audience. So it occurred to me that the podcasts would probably reach more of the people who couldn't actually attend the talk on location, but still. So in the near future, uh, there's going to be a release of the Noble Ape simulation, uh, hopefully more utilization of the developer blog. I guess the, the real feedback from Apple was probably half a dozen different technologies that they'd like to see moving forward, but if this could be communicated in blog format, I guess it's superior to them than a the general podcast format, and I can understand that. What else is news? Well, the uh, Second Life client discussion has moved in a slightly different direction. I talked with Bruce Damer on the last Biota Live last Friday night, and since then have been communicating with 
Justin, here's a double barrel surname, which I'm going to forget. Uh, I want to say it's Casey Clark, but it's something like that. Anyway, he's the main developer of OpenSim, which is the Second Life server, the open source Second Life server. And he's given some interesting food for thought. I mean, my anticipation is that uh, one could generate a very thin client between something like the Noble Ape simulation and the Second Life client. And he kind of gave that feedback. There seemed to be a few obvious problems associated with the idea that each individual Noble Ape as rendered would be a simulated agent. And that means that they would actually be a, a logged-in user in the OpenSim environment. For me, that's slightly problematic. It requires, obviously, multiple logins and a strange kind of interface interaction, which doesn't seem particularly intuitive. Similarly, there are elements of the dynamic landscape which are doable, and there are elements of the dynamic landscape which are not doable. It really begs the question if one should uh, take aspects of the Second Life client itself, strip out a good portion of these problems, uh, and just create some kind of graphical client in Live Late Simulation, which almost defeats the purpose of having a very distinct interface to the graphical render, because obviously it would become, you know, Noble Ape simulation development source code if the client was stripped down and uh, manipulated in some way. So, ongoing discussion, really. No uh, no code written as yet, but obviously the botbot from uh, Noble Ape web server is a good part of the, of the puzzle, a good piece of the puzzle. I think probably once the uh, general modifications and maintenance are, are brought up to snuff and there's been a couple more releases of the simulation, the Second Life client interface will be a, a hot topic. But like I say, that's probably going to come in a three, four months time frame. Certainly my short-term goals are finalizing this chapter, uh, getting a version of the simulation out, and just continuing what I'm doing on uh, a number of other fronts, obviously Biota Live, uh, this new podcast with Heron Stone, and uh, other bits and pieces. I think the iPad version of Noble Ape Simulation has been on the back burner recently, but that's something that needs to uh, return to the, uh, the hard simmer, so to speak. This has been, a, I guess, a eclectic uh, <laughs> ape reality. If, if there is any other kind of ape reality, I'm probably yet to see it. But I wanted to give some kind of update to what was going on and also some sense that I'm not dropping the ape reality feed altogether. I'm uh, probably going to use it for slightly more productive piecemeal bits of information. Uh, but if you are interested in the Heronstone Collaborative podcast, you'll certainly hear more kind of eclectic directions from me than just the traditional artificial life simulation discussion that uh, I guess my podcasts have focused on today, aside from model rail radio. So any topics, any questions, any ideas, the usual uh, spiel here, tom at noble8.com. I look forward to uh, any listener feedback in general sense. If you'd like particular topics covered associated with the Noble Ape simulation, I know the recent SRI and Intel talks probably gave a pretty good general overview, although I've had kind of mixed feedback in terms of the level of listenership and level of interest associated with the, the points, but I wanted to cover as much as possible there. And I guess both in the Intel and the SRI talks, you as listeners may have heard slightly different perspectives given for the particular audiences. But anyway, once again, Tom Barbalay in Las Vegas, Nevada, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast. Look forward to you tuning into the next podcast.